You are listening to the Recovering Faith Podcast, an honest and non-judgmental discussion on faith in God and the doubts we often have, why it's sometimes difficult to trust God and how we can know with a surety that He loves us. This show centers on strengthening and rebuilding our faith after loss, tragedy, or when coming to Christianity from a non-Christian or pseudo-Christian worldview. Now, here is your host, Gene Curl. Hello and welcome back to Recovering Faith Podcast. I had said to myself that I wasn't going to talk about this, but here I am talking about it. And of course, what I'm talking about is the what's going on with the media or going on in the world right now with uh, uh, police killing innocent people. I'll start off by saying. I support the police, and I generally think that most of the police are doing a good job, and that most of the police are good people. However, there are far too many police who just, who even though they are not bad people, they don't do anything when some of the other police they know are going too far. And there is also far too many police who became police because they have they're they're on some kind of power trip. Like they watched too many cop movies, like Dirty Harry and Bad Boys, and they want to be a cop so they can beat up the quote unquote bad guy. They they think that they can uh, beat evidence out of people. They can just you know do whatever they want as long as it's in service of keeping the law. And those are not the kind of people we need to be in law enforcement. And I know it's I know being a cop is hard, and I know they make a lot of split second decisions, and I know that they have yeah, have to worry about their lives. With that said. In the military, in the middle of a war, when people are actively shooting at you and trying to kill you, the military is held to a higher standard for killing civilians. If a military personnel were to kill a civilian, even in the time of war, they would be court-martialed and they would go to military prison which is not a place you want to be. Not only that, but in the military, when you mess up, those around you who saw you do it and didn't try to stop you also get court-martialed. There is a lot better training in the military and there is a lot more accountability. In the military, you're scared to mess up because you don't want to be court-martialed. When I was in the Navy, there was this, uh, uh, one of the bases I was at, the uh, base captain. At first, I thought it was because she was on a power trip or, you know, had a massive ego and everything. But whenever there was a court-martial, somebody would just go around the base and rounding up sailors and make sure that the room was packed whenever she did a court-martial. And like I say, at first I thought she was on some kind of a 
uh, egotistical power trip. But thinking back on it, I realized that's not it at all, that she wanted to make an example. She wanted everyone to know what happens when you mess up, so they wouldn't do it. And there were a couple of guys that were working in the mail room, and they had stolen, uh, had opened packages and stolen other people's mail. And they wound up being sentenced to, they got court-martialed, they, uh, they had to serve out the rest of their time in the Navy, half wages, uh, double duty. And then at the end of that, they would get dishonorably discharged. And that was just for stealing a cell phone out of the mail. And the guys that knew he did it and didn't report it, they were court-martialed too, but their penalty wasn't nearly as severe. Now, the reason I'm saying this is that I know cops have it hard, but a lot of a lot of times cops will uh, do something that was unjustified and say, well, we had a split-second decision. Yeah, you do, but there's not enough accountability, and if there's more accountability, if there's more uh, consequences for doing something wrong, you don't do as many things wrong. I mean, I know a lot of cops... uh, I have family members that are cops, uh, friends that are cops, and I greatly respect them. But I really think there should be a lot more training in the police force. That there should be a lot more accountability in the police force. And there are definitely some cops that are there just because they're on a power trip. And I don't think it has anything to do with race. I don't think that it's that there's just an epidemic of racist white cops killing black people because if you look at the statistics it doesn't bear that but what the statistics do show is that there are far too many unarmed people getting killed by police of all of uh, all races and there were far more white people unarmed white people killed by the police than unarmed black people killed by police and that doesn't make it okay it's definitely something that should never happen doesn't matter what race you are doesn't matter what doesn't matter what they're arresting you for uh, everybody deserves to to uh, go to trial the police are not the judge jury and executioner it's not like judge dread in the comic books so that should never happen when you're arresting somebody, unless they are actively trying to kill the police officer, there is no reason for the police officer to kill them. Uh, so if they're unarmed, I don't see why they couldn't have used some kind of a, some other way to subdue them that didn't kill them. And like this later incident where they were kneeling on the guy's neck, that was completely unjustified as well. Uh, just a couple weeks before that, there was another case where uh, they were some other officers killed a white man in a almost identical manner. So it's it's unjustified. On the other side though, like I completely support protest. I think protests are a good way to to uh, 
say that you don't agree with what's going on and, and get change. But there's a right way to do a protest and a wrong way. As soon as a protest becomes violent, it's no longer a protest, it's rioting, it's looting, it's domestic terrorism. The definition of a terrorism is attacking civilians and causing fear in an attempt to change public policy or uh, or laws or rules. So when so these people who are attacking civilians, attacking people who had absolutely nothing to do with this poor man's death, absolutely nothing to do with the violence, absolutely nothing to do with the problem. These riots are not the right thing to do. Riots are not peaceful. Riots are not going to cause any any positive change. And it is hurting people who had nothing to do with it. It's hurting black people. It's hurting white people. It's hurting Asian people. It's hurting children. It's hurting all kinds of people. People who just had their businesses closed for five, six weeks or longer, who were just allowed to open, and they were worried about whether or not they were even going to be able to recover because of being forced to shut down for for the coronavirus, now are losing their businesses because people are looting and burning. That's just unjustified. As a Christian, you have to admit that there is, there is, that both sides is wrong. There is absolutely no reason why cops should be killing unarmed civilians, and there is absolutely no justification for destroying the property and the livelihoods, and even the lives in some instance, of people who had nothing to do with it. This is not right. What we should be doing instead and is obviously the uh, there should be more accountability. The cops who did wrong and those who do wrong in the future should be prosecuted. And of course, they were the ones that did this were arrested and they are being prosecuted. And then also instead of causing more divide in this nation, we should be trying to come together. We should be trying to see how we should could help each other. And, you know, I like I say, while I support cops, and I don't think that there is an epidemic of racist cops or anything, but I do think that, that in some instances, I think some uh, people of color are genuinely scared that if they get pulled over by cops, that the encounter will go poorly, even if they don't do anything wrong. I, I'm not black and I'm not a cop, so I can't say whether or not that fear is justified. But to them it is, and that's really what matters. That doesn't give them the. Uh, that doesn't mean that they should resist arrest or anything like that, because that will always go badly. But I have had some encounters with some bad cops. In fact, I had two encounters with bad cops within a day. Uh, I was on the, I was in Arizona in a little town called Parker, which was, uh, they leased it 
the city leased the land from the Indian reservation for some ridiculous amount of time, like a thousand years. And so even though it's on the reservation, it's not reser- really reservation landed, but it's, so they still have a, the regular police and then they have the uh, reservation police. Well, I was, had to go pick somebody up at the casino and on my way to go pick them up, the cop pulled me over. And I wasn't weaving or anything, but he pulled me over and said he thought I might be drunk. Couldn't give me a reason why he thought I might be get drunk. He didn't give me a breathalyzer. He did not uh, give me a field sobriety test or anything. He just was uh, running my information. And then he kept me on the side of the road and he harassed me for quite a long time. And then, and then he was kind of rude. And then finally he just let, uh, let me go. And then the very next day, I was riding a bicycle because, you know, it's just I wanted to ride a bicycle. Another cop stopped me while I was riding a bicycle. Not that I was doing anything wrong, and he said he want, uh, he had to check all my information and all this stuff. And, and he asked me, he said, asked me where I was from, and I told him that I was from Idaho. And he said, well, do you have a car? And I said, well, if you think I rode this bicycle from Idaho, you're crazy. And he said, well, if you have a car, why aren't you driving it? And I said, because it's a nice day and I felt like going on a bicycle ride. And then he's like, well, I need you to prove to me you've got a car. I'm like, I need to prove to you that I have a car? Why'd I have to prove to you that I've got a car? I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm just riding a bicycle. And so then he, he ran my information, asked what vehicles were registered to me, He kept me there on the side of the road for probably 45 minutes. And then finally he said, well, I'm sorry to bother you. And I said, no, you're not. You're not sorry to bother me. You're just sorry you didn't find anything on me. So I can see uh, why some people would have a fear. I mean, generally, most people that I know that are afraid of the cops because they are not the most law-abiding citizens. And I don't know anybody who is uh, completely law-abiding, who doesn't break any laws, that hates the cops. But with that said, I can see that in some instances why some people would be afraid that that, uh, they may be viewed as criminals even when they're not, and they may be treated poorly. So with all that said, I think as Christians and I think as a nation, what we really need to do is we need to stop all this divide. The cops need to do a better job of being active in their community and just treating people like people. The people in this nation need to treat the cops like people. They need to treat each other decently. We need to stop rioting, we need to stop destroying other people's lives, we need to stop destroying other people's livelihoods, and we need to have some real reform. We need to make so cops have more accountability. We need to make sure that if uh, one cop knows that another cop did something wrong and he doesn't report it, we need to make sure that that gets punished as well. I mean, I know that my girlfriend's a nurse, and if she saw another nurse mess up and she didn't try to stop it, and she didn't report it, and then later the patient died, 
she would get in some serious trouble as well. It wouldn't just be the nurse that messed up. So, and it's not always that way with the police. A lot of times they, or maybe not a lot of time, but more often than it should happen, uh, one cop will do something wrong and other cops knew about it, and only the cop that actually did the wrong got fired. I mean, if there's a cop that's on a power trip nailing on somebody's neck and letting them have, causing them to die, I'm sure that's not the first time that he did something wrong. That's just the first time that he did something that wrong and the first time he got caught for it. And when, when these kind of things happen, it makes people not trust the police. And if the police were to have more accountability, better training, it would make people trust the police more. And this, this nation has entirely changed. When I was a kid, I grew up being taught that if you're ever in trouble, you can trust the police, you can trust the firefighters, and you can trust teachers. And now society and movies went from basically making it where cops are always heroes to making it where cops are the bad guys. And that makes it so that it puts it in people's minds that they can't trust the police. And then the police are viewing, I kind of see everybody as criminals, and the, the situation just compounds itself. As I say, you know, it's, uh, it breaks my heart to see people dying. It doesn't matter if they're killed by each other, if they're killed by cops, if they're killed by rioters, if they're killed by looters. I hate to see people dying, and, and we can do better as a nation. So I, I pray for this nation that we will do, that uh, this civil unrest will settle down in that, and that we will learn to stop killing each other and stop killing each other's children. Uh, thanks for listening to this rant. I, uh, I'll go back to my regularly scheduled program next week. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, God bless. Thanks for listening to the Recovering Faith Podcast. Please rate and review this show and share it with your friends and family. You are loved.